cool. All right, so today is May 20th. Saturday, May 20th. I'm at Palo Alto with Yugi Boy, aka Little Dork, which I'm also probably gonna ask <laughs> like a question or two about that <laughs> too. Um, but yeah, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good, dude. Uh, just been doing like school and uh, just trying to hang out with the homies. That's pretty much it. So for the first question, um, since we're located in Palo Alto area, aka Silicon Valley as well, uh, were you born and raised here? Yeah, uh, I was born and raised in Palo Alto. Lived here my whole life. Never really went anywhere else. I I vacationed to like New York sometimes in the summers, but I haven't done that for like, a couple of years. Gotcha. And then let's just get into it. what's the backstory on the name Yugi Boy. I'm, pretty sure i have an idea but like why did you decide to choose that where, where did it originate from and everything um yeah uh so i started making music like two years ago and uh i was basically i was still in high school i was under a different alias and basically what had happened was there was this collective that i wanted to join and they said that i couldn't join unless i changed my name to something more like i don't know internet like aesthetic type shit i don't know and they were like yeah just change your name to like something more like cool and so i was like i played a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh back in the day and like i was like Yugi boy fuck it yeah so. <laughs> what, what was your first alias oh man that's embarrassing that's <laughs> like okay, uh, okay it damn um man the real fans they're gonna know uh Damn, no. It's a Dr. Mixmaster. Yeah. It's yeah. not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad, dude. It sounds like something in the 2000s. <laughs> yeah. It's not that bad. I've heard a lot worse. Um, you started make, like making beats like more continuously in the last two years. Um, yeah. How old were you when you started like act like where you made your first beat? Two years ago. Yeah, two years ago was the first time I ever... Uh, I ever started producing. So I have no musical background or anything like that. I just, like, started making, like, shitty beats. Oh, Fruity Loops? Yeah, Fruity Loops. And uh, I just started uploading to SoundCloud, like, maybe, like, two months after I started actually making beats because I was like, there's no way anyone's going to listen to this if it's, like, really shitty. So I decided to get, like, a little bit better. Then I started uploading. Yeah. And then going off that, um, did you, like research on youtube or were you getting self-taught or did you have someone teach you how exactly did you figure out ways to produce beats yeah so a lot of like a lot of youtube tutorials a lot of self-help um videos and stuff like that but mostly a lot of it's just like you know personal self-exploration and um just figuring everything out and um trying to i think one of the most important things for me is like learning how to make beats was listening to all my inspirations and trying to copy what they did in terms of like technique and style so speaking off like inspirations what like what specific people influenced you to start making music was it family or was it like a specific like artist i don't know i've always listened to like different types of music so I was always listening to, like, electronic music and, um, like, R&B, like, type shit. And so when I, I think, 
like when Fortune and Graves and like Drew's that dude kind of came onto the scene when they were mixing like beats and R&B together it was kind of just something where I was like holy shit like I want to do that I want to be able to provide that kind of same feeling like that I, that I can actually give mm-hmm. so that was that was kind of like my my inspiration if that answers the question yeah, yeah. definitely that's cool it's really like because everything seems so close-knit together especially the SoundCloud scene how like everyone pretty much knows each other in a yeah. way because um, everyone's just like wanting to provide beats for each other and then figure out different sounds which is really cool yeah. um, since you you kind of hinted at it too since you said Graves was and Fortune were inspirations how would you describe the music you make? I would say like genre wise it's kind of like future beats I don't know there isn't really like a a set specific genre for it right now I think it's still kind of like developing and it's so new and it's not as well known so I don't think it has like a mainstream audience and a and because of that it doesn't have like a set genre like electronic music does or like a subset genre does so but I would say like future beats or like R&B trap because, yeah, definitely your music and people that are inspired by your music, too, have definitely not... There's nothing to categorize it yet yeah. because it's really hard. Yeah. But I feel like it's also branching off, like, future funk in a way, like that how that got established was, like, five years ago, and now that's starting to hit mainstream for sure because, like, Calvin Harris is taking over that shit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um more specifically, <laughs> how has the Bay Area influenced your production? <laughs> Man, um, it's a great question because uh, I feel like because of SoundCloud, it's allowed artists to sound like regions of like places in the world where they've never been or they aren't originally from. It's it's really crazy because like one of my first SoundCloud friends was from like Ohio. <laughs> and I we started making music together and it sounded nothing like anything from people like from the bay we're making that kind of like west coast slidey kind of shit I don't know how to describe it with like chords and stuff like that but I wasn't making anything like that but um it wasn't until I met um like artists like Dillop mm-hmm. and like local ar- like artists and stuff like that and uh was when I kind of started to to kind of get influenced by him and stuff like that and the way he makes his music. But overall, I mean, honestly, I don't think the Bay Area necessarily influences me and the way I make music. I don't think it even does. Cool. Your first upload on your SoundCloud, that at least it's public, I'm pretty sure you have stuff hidden away, <laughs> um, was on March 8th, 2015, yeah. and it was Swerve, and that yeah. was with Back... back it was a guy with uh, Backland. Backland, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he's making, like, uh, funk-type beat sounds. Mm-hmm. Cause I've not, I haven't seen that name since that upload. <laughs> it's been a while <laughs> since I've seen that name. Um, was this your first original upload? And if not, what were the others like that you might have removed or something? Yeah, no, it wasn't my first upload, but it's the first thing I think that ever like caught on that people are like, oh shit, okay, <laughs> he makes like really annoying like fucking loud ass beats, and I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> Money. It's time to do, 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 do. 
but I knew that's like that wasn't what I wanted to do, and that was pretty much what I was doing before then. And I wanted to move away from it, so I took a lot of my older shit down. But I mean, I didn't I didn't start producing, and like honestly, it was like a few months before that, and I started producing. So, um, yeah, I had like. I don't know. I'd use like Pikachu samples in one song. And I took that shit down because it's just like really obnoxious. But um, y- yeah. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the first song I heard from you, I think it was perfect. Oh shit. Okay. And that was like one of your older ones too. Yeah. And then just from there, I just kept noticing how you developed your style. Yeah. So. I lose a bad bitch every day. I lose a bad bitch every day. All my bitches need me. I love coding, Christian Cartier. Bitch, my jeans work your life. Who you gon' fuck with after me? I need money and redeems. Nigga, my eights remind me three. I love black girls. I rock white bitches. I love black girls. I rock white bitches. Work for them in the day. Tell her it ain't working, keep up bitch hurt Nigga, LA bitch turn 80, bitches ain't working Tryna be perfect Matt Black, 95 barrel swerving Perfect In the Matt Black, 95 barrel, one-on-one swerving Ready to start Matt Black, 95 barrel, one-on-one swerving Perfect, perfect Matt Black, 95 barrel, one-on-one swerving Real shit for you fake niggas Young Vino, you late nigga Bad bitch in my face in the down more since we're talking about like soundcloud and how influential like that community is is um how has the soundcloud community impacted you aesthetically and creative wise uh well you can't see it but i'm wearing some like soundcloud shades right now so that's definitely one way in which the soundcloud community has kind of influenced the way i like dress even um but no for sure like i would say in high school and even like a little bit like in the beginning of college um i was never into like sneakers i i was never into like dressing with like cool brands or anything like that i would just wear like whatever the fuck like my mom got me or some shit like and uh when i started hanging out and like talking with people on soundcloud they were like wearing all this hip-hop gear and they were wearing like cool like fashion designer shit and that's kind of how I got into that. And that's, I mean, that's kind of shaped how I dress now, honestly. Um, it's also, it's also kind of, like, helped how I, t- like, developed how I talk now. I don't do it as much around, like, strangers. I don't, I don't want to go off, like, on a tangent. But, like, I'll, I'll say, like, I don't know, I'll just say more, like, hip-hop-oriented slang word, like, shit like that, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so 
That's definitely one way. Yeah. <laughs> Still. Um, to continue off of like collaborators, one of your biggest ones, at least overall, yeah. is Othello. Yeah. Um, and then your first track, at least that was published with him, that's not Little Dork, <laughs> yeah. uh, was on May 13th, 2016 with Hot Up in the Six. Yeah. Um, how this collab come into fruition and then what's it like working with him? Yeah, so there's like, um, so we had, uh, before that song came out, we've been trying to like work together for a year. I like hit him up and I was like, yo, we got to work, man. I love your shit. I love your shit. And he was like, yo, back at you, bro. Like, I love you, man. Big bro. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. And, uh, we kind of connected, but, um, we'd send each other like whips of songs periodically, but like, and like we'd both work on it, but nothing ever like solid came, came out. He ended up one day, he, he ended up sending me a bunch of beats like through Facebook and, um, I checked all of them out and this beat kind of stood out and I was like, this is hot, this is hot. And then I got the, uh, I got the hot up in this, or what's the song called? I don't know, the Drake song or whatever. Yeah, I forgot what it's called, but he had, um, yeah, Drake had a song out, and it was popping, and it got stuck in my head, and that one part got stuck in my head, and so I put the acapella over the beat, and it just worked, and then I started adding, like, percussion shit, and melodies, and, um, like, horns and arps and stuff like that, and, um, yeah, we, we kind of just, it was after that, like, collab, I think, when it when like we realized how we could work with each other because i think it takes time to understand how you work with an artist because every artist is different like if i collab with someone else it's not gonna be the same process as with like othello so how like you guys are both pretty big well during the time you weren't as big but started becoming bigger SoundCloud prominent artists and then now you guys are working together more so speaking of working together <laughs> um, 
Can you describe how Little Dork came into existence? Yeah, so, uh, man, okay, so I had a Yugi Boy side page for a little while where I was just uploading, like, unfinished ideas and, like, whips like that and, and stuff that I didn't think people would like on my main page. And, um, you know, a lot of, like, at first, like, I don't know, like, Nova. So, like, Nova and Dutch Boy were, like, rapping and shit. And um, I was like, yo, these guys are hot. They're, you know, they produce their own shit. And they rap and sing. Like, I was really impressed by that. And um, so I was like, why, why don't I get a mic and just start rapping on this, sh- like, shit, you know? And so I started singing. Or, or not singing, but, was, I don't know, rapping or whatever. It's, like, vocals. And uh, I ended up just deleting all the beats off my page and just renaming it to a little dork because I was just like, I'm a dork in real life. I'm just a weirdo. So that's what I want to be. And um, I kind of fuck with like how like artists like Young Thug and even like Lil Yachty now, they dress a certain way where it's not like gender like ambiguous, but they have elements of like female dress wear. And I always kind of fucked with that because that's just who they are. And to some degree, like, I kind of like, I mean, I kind of like dresses too. Like, I, I like, there's, there's so many articles of, like, fashion that I think in, in society, like, or not, not just fashion, but, like, elements of society where, like, we, we sector things off to, like, this is what men do and this is what women do. But a lot of the times it's mixed. It's not black and white. There's, like, that gray area. And I think I like a lot of, different aspects of that like i don't know so that that's kind of how little door came to be it was just kind of like a way for my like to express myself in a way that i i knew i couldn't as yugi boy yeah so gotcha that makes sense and then i'm enjoying like hearing about this too because that's really cool because like we're in the generation that's becoming more accepting yeah and then there's still a lot of people older than us that are not accepting of that because like yeah especially since like <laughs> recently since we're being like present right now um yeah. with uh like the romper fiasco yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like that is interesting to see because i know people joke about it but then there's also people who are like pretty down with it yeah also speaking a little dork uh why esther um it was it was just something like artistically i really enjoyed and there was nothing else that i it was something that like i found and i could easily connect to it it was so me like honestly like it i don't know it really was and i also i didn't want to show my face i don't want people to know what i look like uh i think it takes away from like how people enjoy music and shit like that you know like sometimes when people meet me they're surprised that I'm white really like I've had people like meet me and they're like I thought you were black or I thought you were like light skinned and and so and and, and that also in itself is kind of cool because it creates these these different expectations or like preconceived notions about like who I am and I don't want people to think that I think I just just want them to like judge me based solely on the music because, yeah, having that facade, like, people not knowing who exactly you are and just, like, understanding your music is, like, really valuable. And not a lot of people do that these days. They just, like, always want to be the personality. Yeah, it's dope. And also, I didn't 
like, because I've been listening to Yugi Boy for a while. When I found out that you were a little dork too, <laughs> I really got fucking confused. Like, what when the did, fuck? Wait, when did you when did you find out? It was a while. Wait, did you you found out separate or was it through me that you found out about? It wasn't through you. I was, I think it's like someone told me. It's like, wait, the fuck? <laughs> it's like no wonder he's like been been collabing with Othello because <laughs> yeah. he does. It's like what the fuck? Othello, funny dude. Because normally I I feel like the people who know about Little Dork they just they know it's Yui Boy too, but mm-hmm. like or they know it's me and uh, it's funny to find people who just like only know about Little Dork and they don't even know about Yugi Boy. I think that's really awesome. I love it when that happens. <laughs> yeah! Call my boy Fernando Bitch, I'm fucking pesto I can't fuck with you now I can't see now, yeah, yeah I wish I could stare at you All the things that I would do I just got a sheet of truth And it takes me, it takes you So it takes you, I take you Loving you got me confused about Dilla. He's another recent collaborator. I also got to talk with him for a little bit during your show at Coward. I was like really confused. I was like, is that Dilla? <laughs> it's like so much different. Like, at first, I thought his photo on um, Instagram was not recent. I thought it was like, when he was younger, but then when I met him personally, he's, he's actually that young. Yeah, um, he's crazy, dude. He's such a young dude. How did you guys... I heard it from him a little bit. How'd you guys link up? And then how's working together on tracks? Like said how like he's influenced you a good amount this year. And I believe you met in person just this year, right? Yeah, no, we did. Uh, I think I don't even know if I've known him for like half a year. Just crazy. Yeah. Yeah, man. No, it's just like okay. So I think we. I'd heard about him through a couple other artists on SoundCloud, and I peeped his shit, and. I have to say, it was like honestly, it was like it was like a revival of like back to like the old SoundCloud days of just listening to him. Kind of took me back to when I first heard artists like Graves and like 
fortune and shit like that. Like my main inspirations, it was just, it threw me back. He's so he's just, he's just, I don't know. Anyways, I I love that kid. I love that kid. He's so <laughs> awesome. But okay, um, basically, yeah. The first time we ever met, he came over to my house and we connected like automatically. It was it was like instant. We started like messing around. I don't even think we made any music that day. We were just like hanging out and talking. And um basically what ended up happening happening with like our first track, I think it was I think Hold Up, right? Yeah. yeah. So Hold Up is our first track. I'm sorry, I'm like stupid. Anyway. So with our first track, um we got most of that. So I had basically gotten the basis of the track done and then he kind of redid like the drums and he added more shit to it after um i went to his house that that song took us a while to do that song took us maybe like two months to do because i wanted to have like live instrumentation on it with like the trumpet and stuff like that and um that's kind of how we that first track got done once we had the basis done like i was saying earlier um basically we would i would just go to his house and we get a track done like eat every day so whenever i went to his house we'd just get a song done like the bad and bougie remix we did in a few hours um what else yeah and uh, yeah we have more shit coming out soon so you know young rich niggas you know, so we ain't really never had no old money. We got a whole lot of new money, though. <laughs> hey! Raindrop. Drop top. 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 Drop top
Um, so now more, I guess, more broad. How is your overall process like with producing? How many like original beats, remixes, and like unfinished uh, work is sitting in the vault these days? Man, uh, I have, I probably have like hundreds of songs and like unfinished beats that no one's ever gonna hear. But, um. I would say that the process is kind of like, I would say I'll have an idea to remix a song or I'll make a beat. And normally what I'll try to do is once I have like a beat done and some chords, I'll think about what vocal sample to put over it. And then that'll kind of like spur other ideas as far as vocal samples go. And then um, I'll add like other ideas. Like recently I've tried to add like, more clips from like youtube and stuff like that um and and kind of utilizing a different form of sampling not just like vocals but like percussion and stuff like that so so a lot of like a lot of the trumpet work and like um brass work that you that you're gonna hear in my like newer songs is a lot of sample stuff i got from youtube but it sounds like it's played out or whatever right so but I, I try to sample it in a way that just sounds natural. So, yeah. Since you mentioned Hold Up was pretty, like, demanding in terms of, like, putting it all together, yeah. what has been the most challenging, like, time-consuming project or projects you've had? Um, and are there any tracks right now that are, like, kind of difficult to put together that you're still trying to figure out? Yeah, um, we have a track coming out. I have a track coming out with Dilla through... Uh, a collective he's in called Lucid Monday. Oh, yeah. And so um, we've been working on that track for a while, and I had the chords done for that song, and I had the basic beat for it done, and the basic sample and everything. But it just took a long time because, I don't know, we wanted to make the song special and different, so we added a bunch of different ideas. It just took a long time. And uh, so that's one project for sure. We have a song coming out, or I have a song coming out with Dillup on and Quickly Quickly for On's EP. Um, Yeah, we have a song coming out for their EP. And so, like, I had made the chords and the basic melody for it, and I sent it to On, and then he got the beat done, and then Dillup added his shit. And I think Quickly right now is just trying to add some um, live instrumentation to it. But then that should be coming out probably next month. Yeah. 
summer hits coming out. <laughs> um, we mentioned this not on the recording, like since uh, I wasn't recording then, I was just asking, of course. Um, do you feel you'll stay in the barrier or eventually move somewhere else? And then just like hint on that. Cause, I mean, it's all up in the air, really. I'm not sure. There's a lot of factors that go into that. Like, because I'm in school right now and I'm planning on transferring. But at the same time, like, I, I know I want to, I know I want to, like, see the world and shit. Like, I haven't, I haven't left the country ever. And I got friends in Europe. I got friends, like, everywhere around the world now. Thanks to, like, music and shit like that. And, um, I just want to be able to see it, you know, while I have the opportunity. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I kind of knew the, the answer coming yeah. in, but I just wanted to know what your plans are for sure. Um, so just some like miscellaneous ones are kind of music related. One of them or two of them might not be depending on how you answer it, of course. Uh, but one of them right now, who are your big, biggest inspirations within the music industry currently? Okay. Not like specifically, no, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. someone that's impacted you. That's, it could be mainstream or like someone older. Um, and then what artists, producers are you playing constantly? That could be anybody. Um, okay. So I'd say some of the biggest, like, huge inspirations is, like, Travis Scott. Um, I mean, the fact that I really, I can't, like, or, and Ugly God, too, actually. Ugly God, Nav, anyone who is a producer, but also an artist at the same time, I have such a tremendous amount of respect for. Like, the fact that, like, they also understand just how hard it is to get recognized as a producer and and like I mean it's a lot easier now but like how it used to be um I have a lot of respect for like those guys who do production and also vocals and stuff like that so we're also artists and then um what was the other question um who are you like constantly oh, playing on, me, like what songs I mean, let me look at my phone real quick <laughs> let, let me check just out see so I'm a sucker for that new uh was that Drake Passion Fruit. <laughs> Pas- I love Passion Fruit a lot. That's been on repeat. I've been listening to like classical music actually recently. Um so I've been listening to a bit of like London Philharmonic cuz you know, you know, it's you know, out here. Hey. Uh I listen to a lot of like jazz all the time though. Like um Jim Hall, Bill Evans, Chet Baker, like that cool jazz era shit. Um, I got put onto hiatus. How do you say it? hiatus? I don't even want to say it because I don't want to butcher it. Hiatus uh, Coyote or whatever. They're really smooth. They're like a jazz rock fusion R and B. They're dope. So I've been listening to that recently. Um, there's a there's some like cool SoundCloud rappers who I've been listening to a lot of. Um, oh XXX. You know recently. I didn't like I didn't like him I didn't like XXX Tentacion but you know he dropped a song um, with Diplo and I I thought it was really good I thought it was dope as shit and then he just dropped a uh, Garrett's Revenge or some shit and then also a track with Rich Chiga and uh, who who else it was um but yeah that song was dope um, yeah I'm getting into him recently I like Wintertime. I'm sorry, I'm gonna go on forever. Oh, Salima is dope. She's like this Norwegian chick, and she's doing like 
she's doing like pop island music and it's really dope so yeah My phone's overheated. No, I can't even press oh, really? the button. No, it's chill. I just can't press. I hate when iPhones do that, where they lock up and my hands are, like, not working with it because of its I- oh, okay. touch ID. Anyway, <laughs> um, after naming all those artists, which are just great to know because, like, it gives people an idea of, like, who you're listening to these days, and then they could just branch off that. Um, who, are, who are your top three artists, producers, or singers you'd love to collab with for like 2020 yeah i know that's really fucking hard but give it some time (laughs) yeah no i'm gonna have to think about this for a couple minutes um man uh i really 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 want to work with little yachty super badly and i feel like it's gonna happen at some point i really want to work with him um so that's one two uh Damn, I feel like I feel like you you can't be a producer and then not say Migos. Like, oh my god, yeah. Migos would be a dream. Uh and then the third one. I wanna I wanna do something weird for the third one. Uh Let me think about this. Shit. Oh shit, I think I know. Ooh, I would want to work with um, maybe like Ty Dolla Sign. Ty Dolla Sign would be dope as fuck because he like, I always say like, I feel like he's like the Travis Scott of gospel, if that makes sense. Like, he'll turn like gospel music and make like trap shit out of it. Because if you listen to like his chords and like all of all of like the roots for everything in his music. It's all like it's all gospel influenced and shit like that. So, dude, that'd be cr- dude Othello, me and Ty Dolla Sign. That'd be fucking crazy. I'd want to. I want to hear that shit. Ty Dolla Sign, get at me. What's up? Let's link up. <laughs> that'd be dope. Um. Okay. Cool. You have till twenty twenty. So yeah, I'm I giving do. you that. I have time. That time span. <laughs> A little bit off topic. What's your favorite hobby that's not music related, and yeah. why? Okay. Um. <laughs> uh. Let's see. I actually don't really like smoking weed that much. I like. I mean, it's okay. It's not a hobby. No, no, it's not really. It's a pastime, kind of. I don't know. It's not really a hobby. Uh. Let's see. Let's see. Um. I like. Let's see. I like going hiking. That's fun. But I haven't. I mean, I've kind of. No. no. Let's see, hobby, hobby. What? Oh, I like video games. Oh, I just bought a Switch. I just bought a Switch, and I'm. I bought Zelda and um, Mario Kart. I beat Zelda a few weeks ago. That was fucking amazing. Because I got a Switch like a month ago, so I beat Zelda like a couple weeks ago. That was fucking amazing. Everybody should go out and get a Switch right now. Um, Nintendo also get at me. Let's let's collab. Yeah, it's a great game. Um, and then Mario Kart was good. Um, I never had a Wii U, so, like, Mario Kart. Yeah, no one fucking did, so. Have you been, like, traveling with it? You know, I haven't had too many opportunities to, like, travel with it, but, uh, the couple times that I did, like, I took it to a friend's house, I was just playing it for, like, hours. Like, I think he started getting into conversation with his dad, and they started talking about, like, school and shit, and I zoned the fuck out, 
playing Zelda for like two hours. And before I knew it, it was like 11 o'clock. And he was like, yeah, sorry, man. I was like talking to my dad. I'm like, it's all good, dude. So, yeah. I think, it, it, dude, it's amazing. It's so great. <laughs> I still need to play one. Because <laughs> I like playing video games, too. And it's funny because, like, I asked this same question to Bowtie, and then we just talked about video games for, like, 20 <laughs> minutes. Because um, he has a PS4, and I have a PS4. Oh, okay, okay. So, what do you play? You play Master? No, uh, I played a lot of, like, Overwatch, Titanfall. And then I'm fucking nerdy as shit. And the last video game I finished was Persona 5. Okay. And then that got me into, like, a lot of acid jazz, because there's a lot of acid jazz in that uh, soundtrack. So, yeah, I play a lot of, like, weird games. Dude, Overwatch needs to come to the Switch, dude. <laughs> think you can handle it, though? I think so. I mean, uh, dude, the graphics aren't that great for Overwatch. Come on. True. Maybe. I don't know. E3? You know what E3 is, right? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I'm waiting. I'm waiting on June, dude. June 13th. <laughs> Come on, man. Nintendo. You gotta, you gotta fucking what bring the games. One, what is one game you want on the Switch right oh, now? Oh, man. What game? Um, I never actually played Skyrim or Payday 2. So, I'm definitely looking forward to those two things. You know, ARMS, I had, I had some, I don't know, I thought ARMS was gonna look really, like, shitty. But, um, they just came out with some, like, demos and shit for it. And it actually looks pretty good. So, I might pick up ARMS. When that shit comes out. Or maybe Splatoon 2. Who knows? But, uh... Fuck. I mean, honestly, if it came out with Battlefield... I know it never will, but, like... If it came out with Battlefield, that would be a fucking must-buy. They might. I don't know. They might. Because, like... Did the new Call of Duty get announced on the Switch or no? No, it didn't. Okay, so... Okay, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> probably not. It probably won't be able to handle it. Yeah. Like, uh... Like, I have, uh... I used to game a lot on, uh, PC play like counter-strike yeah yeah 1.6 uh no source oh source okay yeah um so yeah i I mean i was a big pc gamer but now like now i'm just playing on my switch or like i also have a 3ds too so i was playing a lot of like pokemon recently and shit like that and animal crossing fuck out of here i play animal crossing get get used to it bitch (laughs) fucking i hate people like i'll come over and i'll be playing animal crossing and like everyone calls me a bitch i'm like it's fucking animal crossing dude Yeah, dude, teaches you about, like, mortgages and shit. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and what's his name? Rosette. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fuck those guys. Um, I think it's actually... I still think they're working on the phone version. Because they're trying to do, like... Are you serious? Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about it either. But then again, who knows how it will go. Nintendo's trying to, like, release a bunch of shit on the phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mario. I played that shit. It was way too easy. Yeah. Because it just jumps for you. Yeah. You know? It's not as fun. It's not as challenging or anything like that. Yeah. And they're apparently going to try to do, like, Zelda on the iPhone or whatever. Are they? Yeah. That's, that's the first time I heard that one. Because they released Fire Emblem, and it was okay, but, like, oh, really? it wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. Yeah, because they hyped that up. Yeah. But, yeah, see? I knew we were going to go on, <laughs> <laughs> on video games. Um, Yeah, it's dope. Oh, fuck, I need a Switch. <laughs> Dude, if you can find one, man. Actually, uh, I went with my friend yesterday to Toys R Us. <laughs> and yeah, uh, Toys R Us in a while. Man, yeah, yeah, so they got a Switch, and he was, like, 12th in line. And it was, like, 9 in the morning, before, like, an hour before they opened. And, uh, yeah, he ended up getting one, but he was, like, one of the last people to get one. Yeah. Because, like, the production of that's weird, because they're, like, out of stock in 
almost everywhere, yeah. which is sad, because come on, Nintendo, have you not learned? <laughs> yeah, at this point, dude, it's, it's like, come on, dude, two months after launch, like, you gotta have this shit ready to be yeah. available, you know? You can't yeah. have people, like, fucking waiting outside before, like, the store opens. <laughs> I also had an NES Classic for a while, too. Uh, the new one, the mini, or yeah, the... the mini. Yeah. Those are like I got a few. Those are even harder to find. Yeah, they're harder to find now, and they're trying yeah. to make a SNES. Yeah, 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 which I'm gonna get on top of because the SNES is my shit. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna play the fuck out of that shit. Yeah, like, for sure. Fuck. It's just gonna be so hard to get because now oh. there's already the hype from the last one. I had to wait. I had to leave my house at 2:30 in the morning. Where'd you get it from? Toys R Us. Target. Okay, Target. Yeah. <sighs> fuck. I'm envious because that's really hard. It's probably like almost a grand now at this point because they're they're not producing it anymore yeah i know they're gone they're gone <laughs> <laughs> um going off still video games what was, <laughs> yeah. what was your first like console or was, was my you, first console you were mainly pc yeah no I was, I was playing games on the pc that's actually partially how i got into like producing and shit because like i had a i had a laptop for a while and um i got i think i got my first laptop in like what like high school like freshman year of high school and then i was always into djing and stuff like that even since um since like middle school and then djing kind of ended up turning into like product like producing and stuff like that like senior year of high school yeah so that's kind of how it kind of spurred like video games djing production sounds about right yeah it's yeah. like <laughs> i don't know anyone who just like automatically went into producing yeah, no. like this is what I'm going to do right away no it's, it's definitely stems off of certain hobbies and yeah. like inspirations for sure yeah. uh, here's more of like a, like a it's another personal kind of thing but also a question I, I forget the name I tried looking up this lady who asked this question to certain artists like such as like Donald Glover Childish Gambino mm-hmm. um, this question to artists it's called uh, uh, the question is if you only had 24 hours left to live what would you use that time doing wow damn okay my initial like thought was like jack off all day (laughs) just jack off all day but for 24 hours hours, i mean dude if i knew you know maybe i don't think i'm that special so probably not also this world is overpopulated and we should not be having more babies i'm just saying I want kids myself, personally, but we should not be having more children, I'm just saying. Shouts out to Japan. You know, people in Japan are, like, freaking out. They're like, oh, my God, no one's, like, having sex anymore. But, like, that's good, dude. I mean, honestly, we're fucking too much. Stop fucking. Okay, anyway, getting back to the question. Um, so, you know, I, honestly, I'm super sentimental. I'd probably try and message a bunch of girls I liked in high school and she'd be like, do you want to hang out? And I'd try to make a move. But it's only 24 hours. How are you going to do that with, like, strangers? I don't know. What I'd, I don't know. Fuck. Ooh, I'd want to go. I'd want to go someplace I've never been before and spend a lot of money and eat really good food and also try to have sex. Yes. A lot of dude sex. Yes. 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 Now we know. <laughs> yeah, I think we get it. I we get it. You're a virgin. We get it. Anyway. Okay. So based on that, um, those were my like full list of questions. Let's. Uh, if there's any more questions that stem from this one, I'll, I'll ask it. But like, 
pretty solid answers. <laughs> I'm enjoying. I've been enjoying this interview for sure. Um, so what is next for Yugi Boy and Little Dork, and then what else can we all like look forward to? Um, you went over it a little bit. Hopefully, more consistent releases with both Yugi Boy and Little Dork. Um, just trying to post maybe like at least once a month. Also. I'm putting my music on Spotify and iTunes and all that shit. It's coming very, 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 very soon. Probably, like, in a couple weeks. So, also, I'm going to be putting out exclusive shit on Spotify. So, I'm plugging myself right now. So, yeah, follow me on Spotify. I'm going to be putting out exclusive music on there that you won't be able to hear anywhere else, even on SoundCloud. So, yeah, just... Just trying to diversify my portfolio. Yeah. Researching him last night, I didn't. I was unsure if this like someone you knew this whole time. Yeah. Um, why? Why did you choose his artwork specifically? Even though it's fucking awesome to see. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Shout to James, dude. Uh, basically, I'd been using like, uh, like I I was going on Tumblr, and finding like, cause I like uh, Esta's aesthetic for like his artwork, where he takes like girl like the selfies of the girls and shit like that, like really attractive women. And so I kind of fucked with that. And um, so I started doing that originally. But then I was like, okay, this is getting a little, like, getting a little weird. And I had, like, I had, like, friends messaging me on, like, Facebook and being like, like, what are you, like, what are you doing with, like, these pictures of these girls, dude? And, like, no, it's not like that, man. It's not like that. And uh, so I started, I wanted to explore and, like, try different artwork and stuff like that. And so I ended up finding um, James on uh, on Instagram. I had messaged him and was like, hey, can I use your artwork? And he was like, yeah, as long as you give me credit. And so and what I ended up doing is just, like, changing most of my discography artwork to his artwork. Because it's just, it just, it's amazing. He's such a great artist. So shouts out to him. Follow him on, like, Instagram and, like, fucking Twitter. Yeah. I was trying to see if, like, he had, like, a gallery coming up on his website. 
and then when I clicked one, I didn't notice that the last gallery was like 2016 in LA. I was like, this yeah. one coming up. But then it was like, wait, no, it's not. And then I realized also that his artwork he sells is fucking expensive. Yeah, expensive <laughs> Damn, he makes like, a lot of money. A lot of like effort and time into the artwork, and everything's like hand hand done, hand painted. And he he even does like artworks on like buildings and shit like that. So um, he's yeah he's really talented and um, yeah just check him out. All right, any final thoughts? Because pretty much as you could see, uh, I had a yeah. how to hold. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> we we went through all of that like a test. Uh, yeah, you're just quizzing me. Um, yo, did I pass? <laughs> of course. Um, any final thoughts though? I would say, uh, you know, follow, follow like my homies, follow Dillip, follow Othello. Um, yeah. And more shit coming with them soon. Actually. Um, wait, when is this going to come out? You think? I'm trying to aim for next week. I didn't want to, I don't want to publicize this too much, but, um, Othello, Dillip, do you know Inimikovis or Inimiku, Inimiku? Um, and me, we're all, like, they're all coming out, and we're all gonna, like, produce for, like, a couple weeks, and we're also gonna throw a show, all together, all of us, yeah, around here, and, uh, I think at the Catalyst. Oh, really? Santa Cruz? Yeah, we're all, we're all coming together, flying, flying everybody out, and we're gonna make a lot of dope music, so we'll see what ends up happening, but expect music from the four of us, yeah. Um, yeah, so thank you again for taking your time. We're at this Starbucks in Palo Alto. It's a nice little neighborhood. Cool. So, yeah, thank you for taking time. Well, thank you. I'm, like, excited to write this and share with people because not only that I feel like you need to have more exposure for your music, but just hearing, like, not only your voice, but your words is really beneficial for people, too. So, yeah. Awesome. K on the first day. First day. Oh. Yeah, motherfucker, check it on out. Don't record this. Record and nobody can ignore this.